Welcome back to BTW, Baltzvila Workshop, where today we will be working on Shachris for Shabbos. I'll just first quickly point out that eventually we will get back to Chol, or weekday davening, and we will eventually also do Pesuket de Zimra. But I wanted to go right into Shachris for Shabbos, one, because it's a nicer and exciting piece of davening, and there are a lot of beautiful pieces here. The other reason is because there's actually a nice connection to our Parsha, which we will get to. Um, but... First, we'll start. We'll start straight with Shochenad. Right after, I acknowledge our sponsor once again for this week, Esther Freund, who's sponsoring in Schus and in Mazatov for her her bar mitzvah of her bechor, um, Yosef Eliyahu. Mazatov to you, Yosef. And let's jump right in. So we have Shochenad is where we're going to start from. Though the Nusach is similar to Nishmas Kolchai, which is um, in. In Psuke de Zimra, and it kind of segues into Shachris. So, Bal Shachris gets up, he starts from Shochenad. And as usual, we're going to focus on not only Nusach, but on some Halacha, some Hashkafa, some Havana, and some Havara, and all the other words that begin with H. Uh, but in the meantime, let's, let's do some Nusach really quickly. And again, there are many ways of doing it, and we'll try to touch on multiple different variations. But the davening starts as follows Chazan gets up there. And he begins. Or some people like to do. And again, different versions. Some people like to do the next line out loud. And then you go into Sharim. And when we get to Sharim, that's already where we have a connection to our parsha. In the lines of Bethia Sharim, we actually have, um, hidden in the words, we have the name of Yitzchak, right? Yisharim begins with a Yud, Tzadikim begins with a Tzadi, um, and Chasidim with a Ches, and Kedoshim with a Kuf, that spells out Yitzchak. And in Nusach Ashkenaz, we don't really have um, the other feature, which is a reference to Rivka, only during Yamim Norayim, we um, in Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, we have um, we, the davening is changed. The words are switched around so that we don't only have Yitzchak's name, but we have Rivka as well. Nusach Svard has the Yitzchak in there and the Rivka all the time. So um, we'll um, I'll just um, I'll do this according to regular Nusach for Ashkenaz right now, and then we'll touch on why what exactly Shochenad is about and why um, do we have these references to Yitzchak and Rivka. So just to keep going. Bifi Yisharim Tisalal Uvedivrei Tzadikim Tisborach Uvelashon Chasidim Tisramam Uvekerev Kedoshim Tiskadosh Or another way to do it um, would be Bifi Yisharim Tisalal Uvedivrei Tzadikim Tisborach so again, a lot of different versions of it, um, with slight nuances of difference. Um, it's all a matter of emphasis, and it's all a matter of doing it your own way, however you like it. Um, again, there's more than one right way to do it. Now, as to why... Um, Yitzchak's name and Rivka's name would both be in here. So, and I, would, I didn't touch on, I mean, I only touched on it before, but let's just um, say the, the words according to the Yomim Norayim version for Ashkenaz or just regular for Nesach Svard. So instead for Svard, it would be Bifi Yisharim Tisromam Uvesifsei Tzadikim 
Tisbarach, or Vilshon Chasidim Tiskadash, or Vikarev Kedashim Tishalal. If you if you if you're patient, by the time we get to Yom Noraim, you'll hear how that part sounds with the Yom Noraim Nosach. But there, it, when you reverse the words to the order that I just presented it, so the end you have um, um, between Tisromam and then Tisbarach, then Tiskadash, and then Tishalal, you have the name of Rivka as the third letter. In each word, so it's spelled. It ends up spelling out the word Rifka. And the question is, what what exactly are these doing here? So, just looking at the the different answers that are that are given. So the art scroll Machsar at least um, says that the reason why we have a reference to Yitzchak and Rifka um, is that they were both barren and they and they both daven for children. And Hashem answered them, and so it could be there's some. I don't know if there's a segula attached to this tefillah that is connected to to having children. Um, on Rosh Hashanah, people are remembered, you know, uh, according to Chazal, Rachel Imenu and Chana were remembered to have children, and Sarah Imenu was remembered to have a child. So, so that might be um, why we have it in Yom Neroyim. It does not really explain why we would do it throughout, you know, do it every week on Shabbos. Um, there is an Avudram that says that the reason why we have the names of Yitzchak and Rivka was because the composer of this tefillah, his name was Yitzchak, and he was actually married to a woman, Rivka, which is, I guess, not incredibly unheard of. But, uh, I mean, so the, a person named Yitzchak wrote this tefillah. It's not the most exciting answer, but if it's true, it would be the answer. It makes sense. But Yitzchak and Rivka have a very special connection to tefillah, especially since the Pasuk says in, our, in this week's Parsha, and Parsha's told us, Hashem, that Hashem actually gave in, quote-unquote, to Yitzchak's tefillah. Um, another another point that I noticed when I was doing some research um, is that the pasuk says Vayeser Yitzchak lenochach um, ishto. So the word nochach apparently um, so is the Rashi is the Rashi Tevos for um, could be nishmas kol chai nochach nun chaf ches nishmas kol chai and it could be a shochenad is actually an extension of nishmas kol chai. So these are a bunch of different possibilities. Also, the Yitzchak and Rivka are bigamatria tefillah. Now, why exactly would we have um, a place for this here in our Shachar's davening? Not necessarily so clear, but it could be the idea is that we don't make regular bakashos on Shabbos, but maybe for people who really need it. So, you know, it's hard to avoid having any, you know, not have, to, to avoid having bakashos where we need to beseech Hashem sometimes. It could be this is a place where you could have a special place in mind where we're praising Hashem, but yet we're invoking the names of Yitzchak and Rivka. Now, why Nesach Ashkenaz only invokes Rivka on Yom Amnurayim? So this is my own answer that I'm suggesting, is that um, Chazal tells, Rashi quotes in this week's parsha that although Rivka has a lot of credit for growing up in a place where she did not have a good influence and yet she still remained righteous, she did un- unfortunately lack schos avos. She did not have um, holy avos. And because of that, naturally, Tzfila, which hinges on schos avos, um, she would have been at a disadvantage, and Hashem would only answer Yitzchak. So maybe uh, during, maybe for Nusach Ashkenaz, we say, okay, regularly we'll just invoke the name of Yitzchak, who has Chosavos. Maybe on Yom Noraim, we, we give leeway to Rivka, because Hashem is anyway getting off of the seat of Din and sitting onto the seat of Rachamim, where it's a special Ace and for Tefillah. Maybe then we allow uh, the name of Rivka um, in our Tefillah as well. But anyway, those are just some thoughts on Shochenad. One more thought before we continue is, what exactly are we saying in Shochenad? Shochenad is a reference to God. He is the one who, who dwells forever. 
Shochenad, that's what that means. Marum Shema, we're describing Hashem, and we quote a Pasik that says that the Tzadikim, they actually sing Hashem. The next few lines are different groups of people that praise Hashem. Now, just going with Ashkenaz, it starts off with the Asharim, then it goes to the, 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 the P of the Asharim, the mouth of the Asharim, the, the, the upright ones, then the Divrei Tzadikim, the words of the righteous, they shown by the tongue of the Hasidim, the pious ones, Uvikarev Kedoshim. And then we have uh, with the, the midst, the the innards, the, the insides of the Kedoshim, all of these different aspects, the, all these different kinds of people, they praise Hashem. And, different, and what, it's very fascinating that um, Rabbi Shagafai of Mendelovich, and this is quoted in um, the Art Scroll Sitter, but he says that these are, this is listed in ascending order. All the different kinds of people, they're all holy in their own right, but each group is holier than the next. And the closer we get to Hashem, um, so it's actually closer into the mouth of the person. So we have the mouth, then the words which come from inside the mouth, the tongue, which is the, where the words come from, and then Bekerev, Bekerev Kedoshim, that's, that's the deepest part of the essence of the holy person. So all these are different ways of, of um, the different kinds of people who ascribe praise to Hashem. Now it's funny because we just came off of Nishmas Kolchai, which are saying that the Nishama of all living things actually praise Hashem. So we're going to come back to that. It's not just the holy people that praise Hashem, all of us do. When we get to the Makhalos, the next paragraph, we find the same thing. Right? So going off of the same theme, all of the, all of Kla Yisrael, every creature is gonna is gonna praise Hashem. So the next paragraph. So I so after So what are we saying here? The assemblies and the myriads of all the people of 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 Beis Yisrael, they're all gonna praise Hashem. So the next line, the next time you end off is from Shekin Chovas Kaleid Surim, where we are saying, Shekin Chovas, this is the duty, the obligation of all the creatures. Kaleid Surim, Lefanecha Hashem, before Hashem, that what? Elokeinu Lokei Avoseinu, Lehodos, to thank you, Lehalel, to praise you, Lehshabayach, to praise you, with another, in another expression, a lot of different expressions for praise, to laud, to praise, to glorify, to exalt, to honor. So all these phrases are coming up in Umakalos, and the whole idea is that all of us, no matter who you are, no matter what spiritual level you are on, you could even just be a regular uh, creature, an animal. You know, a parakashira tells us that the animals sing to Hashem. And wherever you are, you're supposed to, you know, whoever you are, Shabbos is the time we sing to Hashem to celebrate Hashem. Uh, even when we're not asking for things, we still dab into Hashem and we're thinking of Hashem. And we are speaking about the, the, the best qualities that we can relate to of Hashem. And we do that a lot through saying to him as well. All of them is Morim that David HaMelech wrote. So we're alluding to all of that here. Shekin chovas kaitzurim lefanecho Hashem elokeinu melokeavoseinu lehados lehalel lishabeyach levoer leramim lader leverech lehalel kales al kol diveshiros v'sish bechos David ben Yishai avdecha mishichecha. Another variation, um, instead of. Some people just like to go straight up. And you get the idea, and it ends the same way. Then we go into Yishtabach. So Yishtabach is where we actually begin that praise process, where we're praising Hashem. And um, so a lot of people like to, uh, to to begin the end off by which is okay, but you're not supposed to take really any breaths 
from Shir Ushvacha until that point. So really you shouldn't pause between Umalchus and the word Brachos. You should just, so wherever you're, so whatever you're doing, be, if you're ready to end off, so really you're going to got to maintain that breath from Shir Ushvacha. So, um, so you would, you would say Shir Ushvacha and then, when you have to get to Kedusha Machus, you have to be ready to go right into Brachos. There will be two different ways of doing this Bracha. Listen closely. One thing I'll point out here. I've heard people uh, make mistakes on how these wordings should go. It's not melech kel. It's not melech kel chei haolamim. I've heard people go melech kel chei haolamim. Really, chei haolamim should be together. He's the life giver of the world, so it should be melech kel chei haolamim as opposed to melech kel chei haolamim. And the first one should be right. Melech kel chei haolamim. So the first way to do that is well exactly what I just did a second ago. So it'd be another way, which I I know that um, my Rashiva from Rishir of Ari Marcus likes to do it this way. Um, he'll, he'll go, I think both are acceptable, whatever you like. Now we go right into Kaddish. And then everyone answers, And for Baruch Hu, there are a couple of different ways to do it. Some people like to do so I, the way I like better is the way it follows. It's a little fancier. And then Baruch Hashem Baruch and then you you will answer Baruch Hashem Baruch Now one thing I'm going to point out again I pointed this out in a previous Baltzfield workshop but it's important to mention it again. Baruchu es Hashem Hamivorach. So you bow during Baruchu. But by the word Hashem, I see a lot of Chazanim who've been who are more experienced than myself, um, people who've been doing it many years longer than me, um, or longer than I, and they, for some reason, they're prostrated the whole time for that line. You're not supposed to be prostrated the whole time. Just like in Shemona Esra, you come up at the name of Hashem. So here as well, you don't, you know, you don't, you bow for Baruchu, but then by Hashem you come up. Baruchu bowing es Hashem, and you should be up. Hamivarach. Fine, and then you continue the davening. Okay, now we get to Hakol Yaducha, which ends 
with Ein Kerekecha. So Ein Kerekecha, there's a classic Nusach for it, and some people like to sing it into Keladon, right? So the classic is, Ein Kerekecha Hashem Elokeinu Balaam Hazev Inzu Lasecha Malkeinu Lechayei Alam Abba Efes Biltecha Goraleinu Limos HaMashiach V'yein Domelchamo Shieinu Lischias HaMesim Right, that line is talking about how there's nobody like Hashem in any of the universes. Um, in any of the eras of the world. Now that's one way to do it. Or um, some people, if you're, you're going to be singing the Keladon, the nice slow one, so they'll introduce it with the that that in Ein Kerkecha, right? Ha-me-sim. And then you'll go into Two things that I'll mention right here is that depending on what uh, what um, point of the year it is, it could be that you're racing the clock to hit Zman Kriyashma on time. So you, as a chazin, you have responsibility to know when Zman Kriyashma is, and if it's if it's coming soon, it might be better not to do a, a slow song for Keladon. Now, one thing I like to do is I like to, depending on the minion that I'm in, I like to sing Ein Kerkecha to that slow tune and then do a fast tune for Keladon just to change things up a bit. So you kind of use Ein Kerkecha to introduce the song. So let's say I did that. So, Or let's say, the parsha of the week is like this week's parsha. Parsha's told us, so maybe I'll make a reference to um, Yaakov. Yaakov ish tam Yoshev Ohalim. So I might do Keladon al Kol Hamasim Baruchum Ivorach Befi Kol Nishama. So uh, that works because it's the, that's the tune to Matovu Ohalecha Yaakov, the tense of Yaakov. If it's Parsha's Balak, I would for sure do that because Matovu comes from that Parsha. Bilam uttered those words. So if I'm choosing a tune for Keladon, I try to think, um, are we getting close to hitting Kriyashima? Um, you could also do some nice classics, right? Keladon al kol hamasim. Or another nice oldie is but again, depending on your minion. Um, I also like the Chabad's here, Nigan. So there are a lot of you know um, nice tunes you can do there. And then you are then um, after that you're gonna be doing some ending off for other parts of davening. So I'm not sure if we're going to get to Shemona Esrei today. We'll see. But there, there are a lot of nice ways to do this. So you'll be in the paragraph of Tisbarach. Tisbarach Tzreinu Alkinu Goaleinu. And the, the next end off point, it could either be from V'chulam Posachim, though I like to do it from Kulam Ahuvim. It's a little bit longer, but it's nice. 
כולם אהובים, כולם ברורים, כולם גמרים, וכולם עושים מימו ובירו רצון קונם, וכולם פוסחם אספיהם, בקדושו ובטהרו, בשירו ובזמרו, ומברכים ומשבחים ומפוארים, ומעריצים ומקנישים וממליכים. And there are other fancier ways to do these parts. So I'll, I'll invoke a couple of those fancy ways by S. Shame. This next paragraph will be S. Shame. And by the way, um, let me just go back to Keladon for a second. What is Keladon? Keladon is a nice intro to the Birchus Kriya Shema, which talk about Hashem's um, creation of the luminaries. So we reference that in Kriya Shema. Kriya Shema, where we're acknowledging Hashem's dominion over the entire world, His unity over the world. So a big part of that is recognizing that the luminaries come from Hashem. The luminaries are one of the most attention-grabbing things in all of creation. So we're praising Hashem for those creations. Keladon is a nice, glorified intro to the Birchas Kriya Shema, which we are now in. So now we're in Es Shem. V'chulam mekabalim aleihem Al malchus shemayim zemizev Enois enim rishos zelozeh Lagdish liyotzeram minachas ruach So this is how I like to do it. V'safam irurah uvenimah so I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to point out something that's important um, in terms of the Nusach. I'll point it out actually right now. Uh, my brother pointed this out to me. A lot of people like to do... Now, that's how a lot of people do it. The reason why, um, for from the standpoint of Nusach, it's a little bit complicated because of the grammar, right? So this is one of the things that we talk about, that even though sometimes nusach might sound nicer a certain way, but there are grammatical issues that come up. So here, it says, kedusha kulam, that they are all, they are all going to do something about kedusha, right? Kedusha, the sanctification, kulam ke'echad onim. So they are all answering as one, v'yomrim b'yira, and they're going to say, with awe, kadosh, 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 which is the next line that's coming up. Now, if that's what's being communicated in this line, you can't say, Kedusha, Kalam, Keachad, pause, Onim, V'yomrim, B'yira, that doesn't make any sense. Because then what you're saying is, sanctification, all of them as one, pause, proclaim and say with fear or with awe. Now, who's doing that? Kulam is doing that. All of the, all of the angels are doing that. So we have to communicate that in the Nusach. So I'm going to do the Nusach again. And note that grammatical issue at the end. We're going to say it correctly. We're going to communicate it the right way. That saying that all of the angels, they as one answer um, this this line of Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. a similar thing for the next line. And a more simple way to do that might be Again, it's similar. It's a matter of how fancy you want to make it. 
Um, if, it, if it comes out nicer when you do it that way, if it doesn't, then just keep it simple. So you could, again, you could just do, Fine. So then your next paragraph is, which is um, the, the first official bracha of the Berchas Kriya Shema. There are two. So different ways you can do this. You could do or or you can do or again. So you could either do or right. So similar to I guess. In Kedusha, which I don't think we're getting to today, but um, you get the idea. Or again, you could just go with what we just did. Okay, then we get into Avaraba. Now, the ending off for Avaraba, um, I've noticed that a lot of older people do it this way. And I assume that there's a correctness to this nusach if you do it this way. I personally don't like it because I feel like it's a weird modulation in the middle. So I'll tell you what I hear a lot of people doing, and I'll tell you how I do it. Um, and it could be, again, there's there, the, the right way to do it is the way that I don't like, which um, I guess is okay. Sometimes that happens. But um, I'll just do both versions for you. Okay. So again, you note the modulation there. So they start off on one key and then they end on another key. And I don't think this is people just being tone deaf because I think I've heard so many different chazanim do it and I don't assume that they're all tone deaf. But again, what they do is... So here's how I like to do it. And then instead of Shema Yisrael, it would be Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, and whatever. But that's, um, and that's actually, when you take out the Torah, there are multiple ways to say Shema Yisrael, and that would be one of them, but um, not for now. So then you're going to finish Kriya Shema, so when, uh, when the Rav is ready for you. So it'll be Hashem Elokeichem Emes, and then you go right into Vyatsev, because there's not supposed to be a Hevsik between Emes Vyatsev. So, um, you can, you know, you can just, um, you, if you want to extend it a little bit, that's fine, but Emes has to go right into Vyatsev. Another thing I'll point out, it's not Hashem Elokeichem, it's Hashem Elokeichem. Um, the emphasis is on Chem. So, Hashem Elokeichem Emes, Vyatsev, right? So you go right into Vyatsev. And that part does not, obviously, doesn't have to be out loud. Now, in terms of ending off within Vyatsev, I heard that it could be, technically, really, it's not supposed to end off at all, and you're supposed to go right into the, all the paragraphs until you finish off. But people won't know where you're up to, so obviously it makes more sense to follow 
the sidurim, which has end-off points in the middle. So, very simple. You would start from Lidor Vandar Hukaya Mushma Kaya Mechisana Khon Malchasoba Emunasola Ad Kayames. So, in most Lidorim, it says Kayames. I heard a Masora that maybe it should actually be, be Kayames. So, I guess to each his own. Kayames, Kayames, right? Geshem, Goshem, whichever you prefer, I guess. Just be consistent. Um, now, for. So, you end off there. Then you um, obviously do the rest of it quietly until you get to the last line. So I like to go right from one to the other because apparently, as I mentioned earlier, I heard that it's really not supposed to be separate, so you just keep it together. And the same thing for Al Harishonim. So in that paragraph, you'll finish off. And you go into Ezra's. And I think what we'll do next time we'll pick up with the actual Shmona Esrei, but we'll just finish off um, this paragraph. We'll go into Michamocha, and then Ezra Hashem next time we'll we'll begin with uh, the Shmona Esrei Chazar Sashats and on. But for now, let's finish this part. So you're you're in the paragraph of Ezra's. Now, this is the next part. This can be different ways. You could do, Or you could end off, If you're going to sing, So, by the way, some people, the sitter says that some people take steps back by Tehilos Lekel Alyon. I know other people take it back by Hashem Yimloch Lilam So, Whatever you do, just, I guess, be consistent. So let's say you're taking your steps back. Let's do that again. Now, you don't have to sing it, obviously, but if you want to, so that's how it would go. Now, for Shira Chadasha, you can either do that with the regular Nusuch, or you could try to sing that part, too. But um, this is how I typically do it. Shira Chadosha Shibachu Gilim, Mishim Chas Vasayam, Yachar Kulam, Hodu Himlichu, Yom Hiru, Hashem Himalach, Liolam Vahed. Now, if you're singing it, Tur Yisrael, Kumabi Azras Yisrael, Uftechenu Mecha Yehudah Yisrael, Galaleinu Hashem Tzibakos Shemo, Kiddosh Yisrael, Baruch Ato Hashem, Goal Yisrael. So that's one way to do it, and I'll point out here another halachic note. There are many different um, opinions about whether or not that bracha should be said out loud, because you're not supposed to be mafsik in terms of answering amen to that bracha. The kihila is not supposed to answer amen to that bracha. They're supposed to go right into Shimon Esrei. So what do you do? So some people suggest saying it quietly. Rav Ari Marcus says that um, halachically it's actually not most appropriate. I'm looking for a, a, a quick source on that. Um, but the idea is that he says it's the responsibility of the chazan to say the bracha out loud. Right, so you're not. So you, you're supposed to be somech gulala tefila. So in order to do that, you have to go right from goal yisrael into the shmona esrei. You, as a member of the kehila, let's say you're not the chazan, so you're not supposed to say amen to the bracha. So 
some people say, some Chazanim say Ga'al Yisrael in an undertone. So Rav Yosef Eliyahu Hankin and Rav Yosef Dov Salvechik and Rav El Yashiv, so all quoted by Rav Ari Marcus in his Sefer, Halacha 24-7-12, he says that they, they all say that they're opposed to saying the bracha in an, in an undertone because the Chazanists say all the brachas out loud. So the way to get around it, if you're a member of the Kahila, is to say the bracha with the Chazan. So it's really, it's a good idea for the Chazan to say the bracha loudly, clearly, but slowly so that everyone could say it with them. Now, you could sing Surah Yisrael like we just did. Surah Yisrael, Yisrael. Or you could just end off regular. Let's say you're not singing Michamocha at all. You're right, so maybe it's a more Hamish minion and they don't want to do any singing, which is fine. So you just do Tzur Yisrael, Kumavi Ezra's Yisrael, Ufdei Chenumecha Yudavi Yisrael, Kualeinu Hashem Tzavakoshem Lokidosh Yisrael, Baruch Atah Hashem, Goal Yisrael. Anyway, it's been great davening together with you and Bezra Hashem. Looking forward to davening with you some more in the future. Next time we'll pick up, hopefully, with the Shmona Esrei for Shacharis for Shabbos.